0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. I'm your host, Joshua, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Shane, what up, and Tommy. Hello. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen's, we're gonna talk about dibbicks. I looked up dibbick boxes, which are completely not real. <laughs> I really thought they were, because uh, I've heard about them for so long. I guess in my lifetime. But the Dybbuk itself does date back to 15th, 16th century. In Jewish mythology, it is a malicious, possessing spirit believed to be the dislocated soul of a dead person. It'll only leave the host body once its goal is met or after being exercised. They are incredibly clingy spirits, like some past girlfriends I'm sure we've all had. Ah, uh, Yes. <laughs> it's believed that certain doubts especially like moses parting the red seas things of that nature and a uh, poorly made mezuzah which is parchment that's in a decorative case that's inscribed with different hebrew verses from the torah it, it's believed that those that's the reason you'll you'll get the the in you the the term really first appeared in the the 16th century Um, they, They basically just ignored the whole terms until 1914. And, I mean, that's a pretty good stretch of time from the 16th century to 1914 to ignore a whole entity, I guess. Traditionally, they were male spirits who only possessed women on the eve of their weddings. And like most history, before the advent of modern medicine, of course, it was believed that demons are what caused mental illness. And the affected person really couldn't be cured of, quote, the mental illness until the spirit was exercised. Jewish women believed if, if they were possessed by a Dybbuk, they would have fared no better than a woman in Christian society. Um, and they would have been condemned as witches. Hmm. Between the 16th and 18th centuries... When the fear of all this, you know, witches and, and dybhics and things of that nature were really at its peak. The churches burned anywhere from 300,000 to 1 million men and women for that reason. Wow. What? There, there are a few ways you can deal with one. It's mostly the exorcism style. You had a priest that was very, very strong hearted and would show absolutely no fear whatsoever. Um, but the way the ceremony was conducted was very dramatic, very terrifying. There would be ten men who purified themselves through fasting and ritual immersion. They dressed in these white shrouds in which corpses were buried. They were wreathed in prayer shawls. Their hands and arms are bound with sacred parchments uh, worn in daily prayer. They would address the divot directly list the offenses along with trying to like, persuade it and then threaten it to get out of the body. Once they believed that the adibic was aware of the trouble it was in and it was compelled to, to be its better nature, I guess, they would open this thing called the Ark, which contained the seven scrolls. They would blast seven ram's horns. They would light seven black candles. You can kind of see a pattern there. Seven scrolls, seven candles, seven blasts. He going down. Eventually, seven different combinations of the forty-two letter name of God were pronounced. Could you imagine?
1: Forty-two letters. Sounds uh, sounds easier just to burn them. Yeah. Right. That's that. Hey, that's what they thought too. <laughs> Three hundred thousand to a million people. <laughs> I mean, look what they had to go <laughs> at
2: this point. Yeah, right. Get it over with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ten men had to, I mean, you had days of not eating. <laughs> but it was it was crucial that the spirit be warned with threats and imprecations, which are spoken curses, uh, against entering anybody else in the synagogue. But here's the weird thing that I found. The divic was only allowed to leave. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at this. This is so stupid. <laughs> Stupid to me, it was only allowed to leave through the through the big toe between its nail and the big toe.
1: Oh.
0: That's it. Any other exit would cause permanent damage to the person. I, I just I can't not laugh at that. that. I want to
2: know how they come up with that. Like, right, the sucker, just bust out like uh, alien style, just xenomorphed out. Their yeah, chest you just. <laughs> You're like
0: you're like screaming incantations at it, right? And then the big toe just pow, blows open, and you know it's gone.
2: Man, there's just a portal in your big toe this whole time. Yeah, thought? <laughs> is that how it gets in? Like,
1: I don't, I don't know. I am gonna cut off my big toe so they can't get in,
0: right? Well, no, they would just be stuck in you. I think I don't know. <laughs> maybe it is just a maybe it is an in and
1: out. I don't know. <laughs> goes in one toe comes out the other yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah what do you guys think about this uh,
0: this uh, dybbuk
2: well I mean one thing that stuck out to me was you know in other cultures and religions cussing and threatening evil spirits is known to work
0: yeah, that's big in in Japanese culture. I think I believe. Don't yeah, quote me, Chi- but I'm pretty sure. I know sure.
2: Chinese is big, and I think I think in the Philippines it's big to cuss them out. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting to me. Um, the big toe thing still has me stomped, though. Like, what? How did you figure that? Does out? Does it? <laughs> like, do, do you watch it just escape? Like, oh, there it is. It's a, yeah. it's a snail. Like,
0: I think we're, we're kind of slowly making fun of this.
2: <laughs> just the big toe part, that's just the one that sticks out. Other exorcisms you hear about is like they just leave. That's it. Like I think that's the only one that I know of that or you, you know, big toe or any type of like leaving through a body part.
0: Yeah. Uh, is there one where they they can trap them
1: in a mirror? Or am I making that up? No, I think I think there's a lot of myths and legends about being able to trap them in in various objects, but I have I have heard the mirror one quite a few times. Okay,
2: I know dealing with like when people die, you know, uh, they'll cover mirrors. So yeah, I say there's probably one.
0: Oh yeah, I
1: didn't think about mm-hmm. that. You're right. That's a I know, not to start talking about mirrors, but you know I moved a mirror one time and uh, wife freaked out because it was facing another mirror, and apparently there's some belief that that will open up an uh, easy portal into this world, this mirror world where you can trap these these guys at. So, I'm like my bad.
0: That was a <laughs> no. It's it, it, again not to talk about mirrors, but I'm actually terrified of mirrors. The thought of like you walk past a mirror but your reflection doesn't keep going with you.
2: <laughs>
0: like, I'm like, I don't know about that. Like I feel like that could be real.
2: <laughs> Have you seen those, like, uh, CCC, like, uh TV footage of, like, people looking at reflections and then they'll turn? Or their reflection in mirrors and camera. I'm pretty sure some of them are, like, CGI and manipulated. But, like... Right. Their reflection doesn't turn how they how they do. Or yeah, they'll be facing the same direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like someone will kind of leave and the reflection kind of stays there before it's gone. Yeah. You know. Especially
1: with kids. Like I see a lot of them with kids.
2: Kids are creepy.
1: <laughs> For as long as I can remember, I've tried to watch myself in the mirror move my eyes and... I know as a grown adult that I can't do that, but I do it probably at least three to five times a week. <laughs>
2: I'm like,
1: one day. <laughs> one day. Yeah.
2: One day. Your your mirror ghost is going to be like, would you stop? <laughs> yeah. He's just going to be like, look, I'm tired of trying to do this.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's wild to me, like that, that one entity was just like forgotten about and ignored for what, several hundred years? Yeah. But do you think they did that because they're like, might not exist type deal? You know, I mean, it comes out the big toe. And you got to put a lot of work into exercising that thing. Well, it was supposedly supposed
0: to be too, uh, like a very sexual ghost. I know this was weird to say, but like it was believed that it was drawn in through a woman's vagina. All joking aside. That's well, that's what I read.
1: Well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So you know, this isn't some evil entity or demon or anything like that. This is an actual spirit of a de- deceased person, right?
0: Yeah, so, yeah. It's not a not a demon. Right.
2: Oh, so it's just a you know sexual predator, essentially. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not like trying to make fun of that aspect or anything, but like that's that's kind of what it sounds like.
0: There was one story I read that uh, a woman believed that she was possessed by the man that she was supposed to marry, and the father called it off the day
2: before. Mm. It's hard to marry dead people.
1: Right? Oh, wait, wait. Did he call it off because he was dead? (laughs) I, you know, I mean, (laughs) devil's in the details. They didn't (laughs) say. I'm like, that's understandable. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, you can't marry this, this corpse.
2: Hey, let her live her life, okay? <laughs> no, I mean, that's... I, I guess it would be like the Jewish uh, equivalency of like a, a succubus, right?
0: You know, yeah, maybe, yeah.
2: Of course, a different way because, you know, from my understanding of a succubus is, you know, they just feed off of, you know, The uh, female, or, well, succubus is male. Incubus is what I'm getting at. My bad. You know, like, they would feed off of, like, I guess the energy or something equivalent to that slowly and then, like, kind of possess.
0: This says uh, that an incubus was a male demon believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping women. It's not
2: that far off. So, yeah, I mean... It's a Jewish equivalent.
0: Equivalent. Yeah. To those. Then you, you, and you know, you never really hear
1: about it. Well, so let me let me ask you this. So, being a deceased person who's possessing people, and so what we've talked about are the the negative ones. Are, is there any record or theories on there on good ones? You know, ones with positive intent from possession.
0: There is. Um and I an imbior. Let me look the word up because I honestly cannot remember it. And I knew I should have wrote it down. I kept telling myself to write it down, and I didn't. Uh, let me see. <laughs> yeah, imbior is meaning impregnation. It's the positive possession in which, um, when a righteous soul temporarily possesses a body, instead of a, you know, angry or quote unquote demonic soul. Okay. So yeah. It's it's the same thing. It's it's done with consent so that the soul can perform what's called the mitzvah. And a mitzvah is it's a command by God to be performed as a religious duty.
1: Apparently it's a Jewish it's Jewish law. Huh. So that's that's funny. Uh I won't say the name but a very popular paranormal show about monster hunting brothers. The angels in that show had to get consent to possess a body, and it was always to do something for God, pretty much.
2: I think I know what you're talking about, Shane.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's not many shows about monster hunting brothers with angels that possess people. I don't think there is.
2: Anyway. <laughs> we we don't know what's going on across the pond, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, what pond are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Across the ocean. Sorry, I forgot across I forgot about that phrase. I'm like, what pond? <laughs> like, I, don't to... <laughs> I don't
2: know. It's... So to go back to... so what created the whole um, box story part of it? Um
0: in two thousand three, this guy named Kevin Manns bought uh, it was just a wine cabinet, right? And he instantly come up with, for some reason, I don't know who just sits around thinking about Dybbuk's, but he instantly come up with this idea that he was going to make it be possessed by the spirit of a Dybbuk or a Dybbuk spirit. I don't really know how you'd say that. Um, uh, he even like carved stuff into the back of the box and, and all this. And he wrote this whole story about this cabinet. And uh, he even said if you can find it anywhere in history that a Dybbuk box is real, that he'll pay you $100,000 and tattoo his na- your name in his forehead. Well, then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was 100% certain that that was not a thing. <laughs> right. And he ain't wrong,
1: because I couldn't find anything. And I swear, I thought that was real most of my life. Yeah. I mean, there's been tons of stories, tons of movies. I mean, so... I mean, why wouldn't we? Because I I was right there with you and and read about it. And what he came up with the whole story just to sell it on eBay, right? Like, it was really in his eBay description was the story he made up. It's like, what the heck? (laughs)
2: Like, didn't, like, a certain paranormal show, um, like, interview him and his story dealing with it? And then, like, the college kids that bought it?
0: It's nothing I've seen, but I'm sure it happened. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so it it really brings into question what are you doing paranormal tv show
1: maybe they they believed it you know uh, i don't know how long ago that was maybe it was before the internet as i'm saying that i know that's wrong <laughs> uh <laughs> like internet's been out for a while now huh? or may, maybe even the interviews with with uh what was his name manis uh may maybe the interviews with him didn't come out till later, or may maybe at some point somebody actually did something funny with with these boxes out there you know you maybe they're not actual Dybbuk boxes, but maybe there is some sort of spiritual energy demonic energy that somebody associated with them at
2: some yeah. point yeah
1: you know? yeah
0: that's very that's very possible,
2: yeah I mean you look at certain um pieces of furniture um Anything from music boxes to dolls, you know, like Annabelle, Mm -hmm. the famous, you know, possessed doll. Yeah, I
0: even tried to get uh, our latest endeavor to take our doll and
2: she didn't want it. (laughs) Hurt my feelings. Well, I don't know. It'd be nicer. Listen, I'll try. That's all we (laughs) ask. (laughs) <laughs> but i mean so i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility for i guess like finding one that's cursed or something like that possessed by a demonic spirit but here's the thing what if he bought a de- a wine box that was possessed by a demonic spirit and i'm just throwing this out there and it was like oh i'm going to create this into a divic box and the whole time it's just possessed by a different spirit who's now just mad because it's like, really?
0: That's not my name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, I'll, I'll do you one better. A
1: Dybbuk possessed him while he was at the yard sale buying the box. And the Dybbuk is like, no one talks about us anymore. And possessed him to do his, his last deed, right? Isn't that why they possess people? They have some task they want to accomplish. So then that divot came up with the story and did all this just to i, I don't know be remembered, you know, be brought back to light. That's a huge nay hey, hey that that throws in them accomplished goals,
0: but here's my question
2: <laughs> does he have a vagina well, you know, I'm
0: sure there was a a male and female version
2: oh that's sure, I think incubus and succubus, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah they just
1: had it under one name you know and if they come out of the big toe I know they can go in I mean <laughs> there's something there <laughs> yeah yeah
2: just definitely. A, a portal to hell inside your big toe left or right foot did they specify that
0: they did not but you know how weird it would be if it was like that was one of the things like if you had a messed up big toe they're like burn them <laughs> 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 didn't even bother looking like you're fine walking around toes all jacked up they're like nope sorry
2: uh, back then, you know, you really didn't have all that stuff for, like, foot fungus and stuff like that, so now your toes are just right? ugly, and they're like, oh, my God. You got to kill Marky. I don't know why his <laughs> name's Marky, but there we go. Marky. <laughs> hey, Marky Mark, <and> Mark <laughs> we chopping it <out> of your toe.
0: <laughs> People cutting their toes off. See, is or that or, yeah, they don't want them to know.
2: <laughs> but, no, uh, I mean, it's... That's crazy.
0: Yeah. I thought it was a pretty interesting little topic. I don't know. What do you guys, you want to give us, uh, and it's kind of a short episode, but you want to give out your main thoughts? Like, well, Shane gave his, but I guess we can give them on the end like we normally do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Thomas? Eric Green?
2: Well, now everybody knows my name. I hope they find
0: you on Facebook.
2: (laughs) 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 What if, in a way, like, dealing with it they're actually dealing with like incubus and succubus right but being of a different culture and religion they name it something else right the whole thing about like the ten men with the seven scrolls and the seven black candles and seven uh, ram's horn trumpets that's a lot of dedication it is to relieve one person of a very randy spirit yeah, I'd say burn them, but I think that's probably the, uh, I'm just lazy, guys. I'm just going to say it. You know, I want to take the easy route, not the hard one. All right. <laughs> I don't even know 10 people, let alone 10 men. Okay. <laughs> but, no, I think that's what it is. I think it's, you know, the same basic um, of like an incubus or succubus, and, you know, that's what they're dealing with.
1: No.
0: Shane, you want to recap?
1: Yeah, well, just to to build on what Tommy said there, you know, okay, so we have versions of these in some form or fashion out there. I, I think what's most interesting about this is that this is an actual human spirit. You know, no like uh, incubus and succubus are doing the same thing, but forms of demons. Yeah. Uh, some Something like that. I wholeheartedly believe there's nothing more evil than a person out there. Not all people, but most people it, can you imagine yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but there's a, a person dying and having the capability of of doing this that that makes this scary and that, that that's also why these rituals are so in detail it has to be because they know it's that serious yeah. you can't just throw some holy water on it and move on you know you got to make sure this thing is gone because an evil person uh, is i would rather dance with with a demon any day, yeah, I guess yeah, I could see that, yeah, you're, you're not wrong man people people
0: are evil for sure,,
2: oh, I mean, that's like that that whole incident at the campsite, you know, like what really it wasn't the paranormal that scared me, yeah, it was the the human aspect, like those guys showing up and you know, a couple cars driving by, you know, slowing down and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I've never been possessed, but I feel like I could deal with a possession better than I can deal with a human being.
2: I mean, humans are messed up people when you really break it down. And I, I know that's where, like, the legends of, like, vampires and werewolves, uh, essence of lore came from, right? So, like, we, we as humans cannot... Comprehend the fact that another human being could do something so brutal and so messed up to another human being that we create monsters, yeah, (laughs) but they do exist. I'm just saying,
0: all right. Uh, Me personally, I I believe this is
2: I don't know, I I
0: believe it is a spirit possessing someone. I believe it's because possibly that person was already weak-willed, you know, that or something like that. You know, I'm not real sure. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to say the box thing, um, <clears throat> and whether it's real or not, um, I believe that you, if you want something bad enough, if you, if you want it bad enough that you will bring it to life and manifest it in your own kind of way in your life or in somebody else's.
2: I believe that also, I guess in a way of like you really want a job or something, you know, and you are like, oh, I just put in this application. And I really wanted him to call me. It comes yeah. true. You know,
1: yeah. If you want it bad enough, all things are possible, man. Yeah, there is there is a million different iterations of that uh, karma, prayer. I mean, there is just so many things that transfer energy, and some see results on it, some don't. Uh, I,
0: I I chalk that up to your to your absolute will. You got to have willpower because if you don't, you you have nothing, in my opinion. Yeah. I have no willpower.
2: <laughs> Shit, Thomas. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know how many ding-dongs I ate over the week? That did not sound We're right. We're not going to
1: turn this to a therapy session. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to charge I'll have to charge by the hour for that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, but uh, my whole thing, like, you know, I, I just find it crazy too. you know, going back to the box about how much, like, we believed the story of it. Do you think that possibly, however many people believe that a certain box is cursed, right? And in essence, like it gives it that power, that curse. Like, so when they did that movie about the Dybbuk box, right? You know, they were talking about there, a lot of strange stuff happened on set, all this other thing, you know, stuff. The possibility of believing something is cursed, kind of like people who believe like, uh, walking under a ladder or breaking a mirror, you know, you got bad luck. Right. And then yeah. after that, they start having all these downfalls and stuff. Right. Do you think that's that mindset.
0: I do. I, I think you manifest that yourself. Yeah. Like you want to see it. You're like, ah, oh, man, I did this and now I have to live with my consequences. It's like breaking a mirror mm-hmm. and you got bad luck for seven years. Like, come on, man. Really? Yeah. You know, accidents happen every day.
2: Well, you know, I think a lot of it boils from like walking under a ladder. The you know, chances of you someone dropping something on you and stuff no. like that.
0: I tell you, I take that as lucky if you don't get hit with something.
2: <laughs> right? You walk underneath so. my ladder.
0: I might drop something just to hit you with it. I'm like you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's because can, nobody can walk under a ladder perfectly. They always got to like bump into it or something. Like,
0: yeah, they can't I'm even walk period. by them kick the edges of the legs and stuff I'm like dude you don't see me standing up here this ladder's already (laughs) struggling
2: right (laughs) well I mean that's that's just my thing like uh, I know it goes along the same lines as like what you were saying about like willing something to be cursed you know yeah. but like the same essence but like believing it's cursed instead of like wanting it to be cursed you know Yeah.
0: well I think we've pretty much summed this up what do you guys think believe so and with that being said ladies and gentlemen these are just our thoughts let us know what you think